It's DTS211, and we have information on the Solstice of Heroes event, as well as that awesome Whisper of the Worm secret exotic mission. All that and more, coming up. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What is good, everybody, and welcome to the DTS Podcast. My name is BBK Dragoon. I'm joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What is up, my man? How are you doing on this fine Sunday afternoon? I'm doing all right. Uh, Excited about the Whisper of the Worms showing up this week in Destiny 2. That was a nice, pleasant surprise. Out of left field, I loved it. Super excited. I know we have freaking gawked on the show over and over and over again about our enjoyment with those hidden missions and this proved to be another home run my just dude the jump puzzle visuals were so unexpected right yeah it's it's almost unfortunate that it's timed because you just want to spend so much time in that area just exploring and the difficulty it's like one of those things where bungie wasn't scared to stick like all right 385 players have fun and you're dead you know what i mean (laughs) Yes, absolutely. A lot of times I feel like the developers are scared to, to put that kind of content behind a difficulty wall because they're like, hey, this is beautiful. We want lots of people to experience it. But then, Diddy, at the end of the entire thing, you get a reward that is actually very worthy of the challenge. This is old school Black Hammer pre-nerf days. Yeah, absolutely. This was obviously one of my most favorite guns, PvE legend gun finally in the game and it's just so great that it's back and there's more uh secrets hidden within you know talking about the sort of chest puzzle and that enigmatic blueprint which we won't even know the answer to for another couple of weeks if you guys have no idea what we're talking about don't worry we're going to hit on in the news uh also going to talk about the solstice of heroes event which will be our final event before we get to forsaken what'd you do for fun though did he not gaming wise not gaming wise oh my goodness um Play with the dogs. I mean, it's oh, been see, a, first birthday for Flynn, right? Whiskey. Or excuse me, whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. He he turned one this past Tuesday, and he's just a ham as always. <laughs> there, it's <laughs> man. His personality shows in pretty much every picture we we take of him. Dude, and you guys had a little birthday hat for him. Where can they follow and see these dorky pictures of your cute dogs? Uh, so. They have an Instagram, of course. Uh, it's Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N underscore and underscore whiskey, W-H-I-S-K-E-Y. I can include that in the show notes if you want, so people can just go to destinytheshow.com to follow cute puppy pictures, right? Yes, absolutely. Pretty much daily at this point. Nice. You guys are getting on that Instagram grind. Speaking of which, for me, shameless self-promotion, if you guys like mountain bike pictures, at BBK Dragoon on Instagram. That's how I'm trying to fill up my summer. Uh, it's been fun. It's been hot here. I, I shudder to say that because you sent me a little screen cap of your heat advisory in Texas, and it was like, what, what, what 113? What? Uh, it was 110 Okay. Uh, when I sent you that picture, which for the Celsius people is about 42, 43 degrees Celsius. Did you just do it that in your is, head? No, I... <laughs> <laughs> I have my uh, my phone nice. the weather's set to Celsius so I can try and learn. What a boss. Uh, so I can be cultured, you know. 
Um, but pretty much every day this week has been over 100 degrees and it sucks, man. You open the apartment door and it just hit you, hits you like a brick wall. And when you pull up the weather app on my phone, it's there's three separate heat advisories. It's just ridiculous. It's it's warm across the across the board in the U.S. I'm here and it's pretty warm. Uh, why don't we hop into the news, talk about this new event, talk about our probably new favorite mission quest thing in Destiny 2, wouldn't you say? Yeah. All right, let's go. News. Before we get into it, Diddy, I want to say a quick shout out and thanks to Sassy. If you guys are longtime listeners of the show, super good advice with Sassy. Uh, he is an Australian Destiny player who let me use the footage of him going through Whisper of the Worm, the heroic version solo. If you want no spoilers, I probably already put text at the beginning of the video if you're watching the show on YouTube. Uh, that's the background footage, so enjoy it. And again, if you don't want spoilers, you can just, you know, minimize this deal. All right, Diddy. Solstice of Heroes. It's coming to us July 31st on a Tuesday, so at the very end of this month. What do you think about those new armor sets? It's really great. I think, man, so it's it's a, it's a throwback to the original armor set that you start Destiny 2 with, which I think is actually really cool. But it's... In addition to that, you get to upgrade it as you progress through, or you get a new set as you progress through the Solstice of the Heroes event, which is just super awesome. So uh, after you visit the Statue of Heroes, you'll receive an uncommon Scorched Armor set at power 240, and each armor piece is uh, a series of objectives that you'll need to complete to upgrade the armor. And then after you upgrade the Shattered set, you'll get the rekindled set at power 340 and with a new list of objectives and then once you complete that you get the resplendent armor set at power 400 and the resplendent set is gorgeous these are all kind of remixes on their scorched counterparts you know Diddy, we've had bumpiness in the road with destiny 2 but when i look back at like these original armor sets and think back to the original like campaign the reveal event all that stuff there's a little bit of nostalgia here and i love the idea of having series of objectives on each piece of armor that you have to complete in order to get that next set. And some of these, we were talking about some of what these are going to be. It's going to take a while. You're going to have to play probably pretty regularly if you want to knock this out on multiple characters, right? Yeah, absolutely. And just getting up to power 400, you know, this is going to be pretty much the only and the best way to do that. Also, by the way, if you don't like the look of the upgraded versions, each armor version has the previous set as an ornament so if you really like the original scorched version you can have that as an ornament at power 400 once your uh, objectives are completed pretty darn cool also with the solstice of heroes event are going to be five story missions that have been given slight alterations and a bit of a remix so homecoming spark payback one au and chosen I like all five of those missions, minus the the tank one, Payback. I wasn't a giant fan of the tank one. But it'll be fun to go back through those. I'm imagining that's part of the um, achievement or triumph or one of the objective sets that you're going to have to complete is go through all five of those Redux story missions, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally. So along with the moments of triumph that we've talked about that are currently being tracked on Bungie.net, the final five triumphs will become available at the beginning of the Solstice of Heroes event, end of July, and will be tracked in-game. Those triumphs will be tracked in-game by bounties that are obtained at the Statue of Heroes. So in the tower are going to be, you know, three 
<laughs> guardians, big statue, big salt brick looking thing, and you're going to talk to a statue of yourself, basically, and turn bounties into a, a giant image of you, Diddy. That's not, you know, narcissistic whatsoever, right? Just not the farm. Don't put me at the farm with those plebeians, okay? Man, rip the farm. <laughs> I think there should be a counter. That would make for a great infographic. How many players revisited the farm after completing the campaign? And just see, like, the percentage. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like there's a new ship, too, alongside all this stuff. And it looks pretty cool, don't you think? Yes, looks pretty neat. There is also, as you would expect with an event, the Solstice Engram, available from Tess Everest. You can earn three per account by completing the event milestone on each of your characters. No matter what activity you play in D2 during Solstice of Heroes, you'll receive one Solstice Engram in addition to the bright Engram you earn for leveling up. And they show off some of the gear, a few of the ornaments... Oh my gosh, these definitely are the best looking ghosts I've seen so far, and there's a sparrow that looks like a chopper, where your character even like sits in a totally different position. It's so cool. Yeah, it's not a crotch rocket anymore. It's, uh, you're in for some chop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then a fishing emote. The fishing emote looks awesome, but what I'm wondering is, okay, you've got the animations in the game, Destiny. Time to pull a Warframe and actually put fishing in this game. (laughs) That's what it needs, and you know it. Uh, on Titan, right? The, mm-hmm. the the ocean world, pretty much of Destiny. So that'd be the perfect spot for it. Mm-hmm. I was that was I was just thinking about that, like the big sea monster. Yes, I'm sad. Nothing really came about of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like they could have done such a great like mission with Jaws kind of music and anyway. Side story: you take your sparrow underwater, and you have <sighs> to like. All right, um, no, that's a that's a pipe dream. <laughs> Bioshock <laughs> Destiny. Okay, let's talk about the secret whisper of the worm exotic. This is really cool for players who didn't play D1. We've talked at length about the secret exotics, the timed missions where nobody knew it was coming. It was just discovered by the community, and then it unraveled into something really big. Same story here with the whisper of the worm exotic. So if you are on... Uh, the Lost Oasis portion of uh, Brain Fart Isle, right? Yep. Okay. And then the Taken Blight event begins. In that Lost Oasis area, you will see a Taken version of Urzok, the bullet sponge hive knight from D1. So throw back there. Um, if you kill him, he will open up a portal on the map, which you'll be able to see pretty easily when you exit from the cave. Urzok can actually be outside of the cave. I've found that before, too. It can also take a while for Urzok to show up. Just FYI, like 30 minutes, sometimes 45 minutes. If he's not showing up during the Taken Blight event in that area, then try and exit the area and come back. I've heard that might work. Hmm. And then, Diddy, you go underground into a giant frickin' jump puzzle, right? <laughs> I think that's an understatement. It's, it's a tavern. Huge. Yeah, it's it's like dreadnought levels of huge. It is so cool. Um, what do you think about it, Diddy? This was when I first heard about this. I was like, okay, it's a lost sector. But then I actually saw footage of it and all the steps that it was needed. I was blown away. This takes uh, Black Spindle secret mission level to to whole new levels of yeah. This could be in a raid and it would still trip fire teams up. Yeah, it's cool. It had stuff from like King's Fall where you had the the bumpers that would push you off mm-hmm. or bounce you off the ledges. Vault of Glass level of scale. And the jump puzzle is long. I mean, it's going to take you five, six minutes probably if you're 
going through at a decent clip. I know the guys who are soloing it and the speedrunners are getting it down much, much faster and smoother. But dang, it's really stinking cool. And then you get to engage in multiple combat engagements. I said engage twice there within like three words. I apologize. I'm leaving the show now. Diddy, take it away. <laughs> no, come back. Okay. So you fight lots of stuff, and it's challenging. And 385 Guardians, I've been watching them get absolutely shredded. So be the highest power that you can possibly be going into this challenge. And even then, it can still be pretty tricky for your first go-through. Granted, the really good players are going through it and soloing it at this point, but they are not joking when they're putting a steep barrier of entry. This is not something the 350s are going to want to go and engage with, right? Yeah, absolutely. This is not like, okay, okay, can you carry me through this? No, probably not. Yeah, yep. you're just you're pretty much going to be dead weight at that point. You're going to be killing enemies and blights when you get to the final room. There are three bosses to defeat. Dotto's video did note, and I actually didn't think about this when I saw people playing it, but leaving some blights alive during the fight might actually be advantageous to the player. By killing all the blights, he suspected that it triggered more bosses to come onto the playing field at once, mm -hmm. and it's already tough to sort of juggle things. If you know that you have an Arc Strider, let's say you're running Stormcaller this week, since this is the arc week, and we'll talk about that in a second, Risk Runner is really stinking good right now. Yes. Yes. Risk Runner is uh, my favorite gun in PvE these days. It's so fun. And the reward for beating it, Diddy? The Whisper of the Worm. <laughs> this is pre-nerf. It does not pull ammo from your reserves, my dude. That is fantastic. I love it. it. So I love dang that so cool. much. Nerf's incoming. <laughs> But also, once you complete it, you get something else as well. Uh oh, and what you might get that the, be? Uh, the heroic version is unlocked, which we've already mentioned. But once you complete it on normal and you receive the whisper, you can actually, uh, a heroic version of this mission pops up on the map and you can replay it. Yep. And you're going to have to replay it so you can get the catalyst by completing... Um, the heroic version multiple times and taking down, you know, obtain blighted essence from the whisper heroic to unlock this upgrade. You're basically going to be going back through the mission. And when you do that, you finally get the catalyst for the whisper of the worm. And it's, what is it? Box something? Box breath? Box breathing? Breathing? Yes. <laughs> so you're, you're getting a boost to the damage and the distance if you aim down sights for a little bit longer this is already probably like once we start seeing real deal damage comparisons from Dotto and those guys, I imagine mm -hmm. this is going to be a top DPS contender for certain fights, don't you? I mean, almost most re most reliable DPS because when Black Spindle came out and we hit Golgroth with the one bubble strat in King's Fall, easiest damage phase ever of all yeah. time. If yeah. you had the full crew running it. Yep, exactly. Uh, when you finish... The Whisper Bungie will sell you a bundle with an ornament and transmat effect from the Eververse store, and it's called the Between Breaths Bundle. The ornament kind of gives the weapon an Ahamkara bone look and a bone skin. You can take this either way, um, evil Eververse way, which is like, man, Bungie, couldn't you just do this thing for me? Or the other way, which is like the camp I land in a little bit more, which is, okay, cool quest. Here's an ornament if I want to reach out and spend some silver dust on this thing. If it is a silver dust purchasable package, I, I don't remember if it is or if it's like real world money. So, yeah, I'm not this gonna... kind of microtransaction almost seems worth it to me because it makes the player 
go through the effort of acquiring this god tier weapon and it's a just a way for us to show appreciation yeah this is what we want give us more of this please yeah of course depends on the price point of course but uh and uh, that is a matter of opinion but i think this would be some type of uh microtransaction that i personally would want to support like let's say they have a spreadsheet that they can show their management and the purchases for the between breaths bundle is like super duper high and they're like see players really like this type of stuff and are supporting these kind of quests boom shakalaka there you yep. go but i don't think they probably have <laughs> maybe they do you never <laughs> underestimate metrics you never know what they're looking at they're, we're, we're being spied on all the time <laughs> uh it's it's not totally over just yet there is another secret in regards to this whole deal so the enigmatic blueprint is basically this thing that drops if you complete a puzzle chest. I don't, I don't know how much detail to go in here if there's listeners who still want to not have a spoiler, but I'll just say there is a, a puzzle revolving chests or involving chests that was solved very quickly. And when you solve it, you get a chest that will give you this enigmatic blueprint, which would have you do the whisper with weekly modifiers. So this week is Arc Singe, the next week will be Solar Singe, and then the final week will be Void Singe. When that concludes, we don't know what the Enigmatic Blueprint is going to deliver, but it's safe to assume that they were channeling Vault of Glass vibes here, Diddy, because at a certain point when you're going through the puzzle, uh, you can look through a Vex portal at what appears to be Vault of Glass. And so the rumor is this is the lost seventh chest. That is really interesting because on top of this incredibly secret and difficult mission and an amazing reward you get this extra little cherry on top uh and it does say the enigmatic blueprint blueprints are for ships yes so uh it does say uh complete the whisper with the following with the, which is the arc the solar and the void singe to build this ship so uh if you see this ship in a few weeks time you know what you know how they got it yeah this is cool the timing's funky i i I don't know if this is to stir up hype leading into forsaken but these are the types of content that get me very excited about destiny and this would probably be my favorite piece of content in d2 thus far like outside of no i i think i like this style of content probably more than anything in d2 just because it activates so many players. It gives a sense of urgency. Let's hop in the game. Let's do it right now. You had no idea it was here. And you get the puzzle people who get to also jump in board and the raid secret guys who are now going to dig into this and the lore guys who are going to try and find out what they can from the flavor text of Whisper of the Worm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just great for the community all around on every single angle. Hard mission, OP gun, and... The, a reward that is worth the challenge of going through the dedication it takes to get to 385 and have a group of people to go in and do this with. So overall, mm -hmm. huge thumbs up. Thanks, Bungo. That's the kind of stuff that hopefully we're going to see a lot of in Forsaken. Time will tell. Uh, with that said, Diddy, we've got Solstice of Heroes coming up at the end of the month. More Forsaken news is likely around the corner, knowing the PR cycle. I'm betting the three weeks leading up to it is going to be pretty large. I, I want to look and see what the Black Ops for beta date is because I don't think they're going to overlap their marketing on top of the Black Ops for beta week. But as soon as the beta wraps up, I would imagine 
you're going to start seeing that stuff, right? Yeah, I think that's, you know, they're both Activision, so that would make sense that they don't overlap. And Activision generally handles the marketing for all of their projects. Bungie has a hand in it too, and I'm sure they have their own team, but Activision, I think, does the heavier lift when it comes to figuring stuff out. So, okay. All that said, Diddy, uh, Warframe had its dev stream, but I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about on this week's show, especially when we're approaching like the 25-minute mark. So, all right, Forsaken Hype, is it rekindled after this kind of secret whisper of the word mission? I think so. I think I think this event or this mission warranted all the hype surrounding it because, man, this is like what you pictured a lot of endgame content or like the Lost Sectors would be in Destiny 2 to begin with, right? It's interesting that you bring that the Lost Sector thing up because it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe not to this high degree, but yeah, I felt like Lost <laughs> Sectors could have channeled this vibe more. Or even something like you complete the Lost Sector and then it unlocks a heroic version on the map for you to replay. Yeah. Something like that. I mean... Yeah, except for, you know, <laughs> a faction rally farming method, you know? I, I don't know how much production time or effort it takes for them to execute these kind of things, but every time it happens, there's overwhelming positive feedback, so more, more please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, with that uh, all said, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. For all the links from today and more on our website, destinytheshow.com, you can join our Discord, discord.me slash destinytheshow. You can follow us on Twitter at destinytheshow. You can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at bbkdragoon. And that's just about it. So have a great week, Guardians, and we will talk to you next time.